Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and it's awesome to be with you again today. Thank you so much for being with me as a part of our weekly podcast, our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming the everyday challenges that we face in life. I'm really glad you're with me today. Appreciate it. Hey, don't forget to check out LanceBain.com and you can get today's handwritten show notes. There's also many other resources available on the website. You can utilize the site to contact me. You can also stream many of our other podcasts. Today is episode number 96. I can't believe we're encroaching on 100 episodes of this podcast. It's just amazing. I, I really, this has gone way more successful than I could have ever imagined. And I appreciate you, my listening friends, uh, those of us as a community who are committed to growing as leaders. So at LanceBain.com, you can listen to many of the other podcasts. You can also listen on many of the podcast platforms that are out there. Would certainly appreciate, deeply appreciate any reviews that you can leave and sharing this podcast with your friends. Hey, today I want to uh, talk about the subject of good leadership. And I'm talking about this today because of something I heard today at church. And it really intrigued me. I thought it was really excellently said, succinct, clear, and to me, inspirational. And so let's talk today about good leadership. So what is it today that I heard that was so interesting or intriguing? My friend Scott Tavalacci, who is a wonderful author, has a great website, kingdommasterbuilders.com. He's written two books. He's got a ton of teaching material out there. You may really enjoy checking him out, but he's a good friend of mine. He attends our church, sits on our board, and today he was teaching, and he defined goodness this way, and I love this definition. He defined goodness as this, adding value and or doing something beneficial for another even at one's personal expense. I love that. Adding value and or doing something beneficial for another, even at one's personal expense. Jesus is the ultimate definition of goodness. He adds value to our lives. He saves us. He redeems us. He, he matures us. He fills us with his spirit. He satisfies the longings of our heart. He adds value to our lives. He benefits our lives, and it was at his own expense. When people say God is good or Jesus is good, this is what they're talking about, that God adds value to our lives. He benefits humanity even at his own expense. When Scott was talking about this subject today in church, it really got me to thinking about the phrase, good leadership. Now, I've heard many times, Lance, you're a good leader. And typically, this is what they're talking about, effective communication, 
a decisive decision maker. Maybe they think I'm an inspirational visionary. Maybe they've experienced me as being kind and attentive. Maybe they know that I'm an empowering leader. When I heard Scott talk today about goodness is the definition of adding value and or doing something beneficial for another, even at one's personal expense, I thought, what then is good leadership? Is it simply good skills? Is it simply being able to manage tasks effectively, efficiently? Is it simply being a well-trained project manager that can get things done under budget, ahead of schedule? Is being a good leader simply someone who's really good at telling other people what to do? The idea of goodness is being willing to do something that adds value or benefits another, even at one's own personal expense, should frame and contextualize what we mean when we talk about being a good leader. I'm appreciative when people say, hey, Lance, you're a good leader. I appreciate that. It's uplifting. It makes me feel good. It energizes me to want to continue to be a good leader. But I'm wanting us to consider today, friends, in this podcast, Good Leadership, that we're simply not talking about just the skills of being a good leader, but we're really talking about the heart of being a good leader. And the heart of being a good leader is, I want to be an effective communicator. I want to be a decisive decision maker. I want to be an inspirational visionary. I want to be kind and attentive. And I want to be empowering. But all of that, plus many other things that would describe good leadership, are supported and upheld by a heart and a motivation that wants to add value to other people, that wants to benefit their lives by doing something for them, even when it's at the personal expense of the leader. And this is so important because many of us have experienced good leadership. We've been given opportunity. We've been given a platform. We've been given a little bit of responsibility. We've been given resources to be successful. We've been encouraged by others. We've been recognized, and that feels really amazing. But much of that happens because it benefits the leader who's doing that to us or for us. And I think the best kind of leadership is leadership that is rooted in a humility and a leadership that can elevate the whole team even when it's at the expense of the personal leader, of their own personal expense. So what do we mean then by good leader? If it's, if it's not just the sampling of leadership that I offered in these five um, uh, descriptions, if you will, effective communicator, decisive decision maker, inspirational visionary, kind and attentive, empowering, if there's something deeper than that at a heart level, what really is good leadership and what motivates that kind of leadership? And that is really what I want to target today. I don't want you just to think about 
the skills that you need, and those are really important, friends. I, I hope you know that. We talk about that a lot in this podcast on good leadership. But I really want to dig a little deeper today, and I want to share with you four uh, pictures or four snapshots of what I think is the heart of good leadership. A good leader is one who will add value and do something beneficial for another, even at the expense of the person who's leading. Okay, so I mentioned four snapshots of what that kind of good leadership uh, has at the core that motivates. Uh, Snapshot number one that motivates this kind of leadership, friends, is a love for other people. It's a love for other people. Now, I'm a person of faith, and uh, the teachings of Jesus and the Bible really shape uh, my thinking, and they really form my worldview and the way I interact with the world. And so I'm going to lean into that for a moment. And if any of you are listening and you're not a person of faith, uh, that's, that's okay. I want you to be, but you, you don't have to be for this to work. Listen to the principles of what we're talking about. Love for other people. The Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is a famous uh, 7 to 10 verses all about love and what love is. He begins that chapter this way in verse 1. He says, If I have the tongues of men or of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. (laughs) Have you ever been around someone that's only playing a cymbal on the drums? It's not pleasing to the ear. And Paul is describing, if all I have is human eloquence, or even a divine eloquence, an angelic voice, like some famous singer, or famous speech giver or famous communicator. Um, if I have a voice like that, if I have if I have this amazing ability of eloquence and dictation and cadence and vocabulary, and I can string pearls of words together in a way that dumbfounds the wisest among us. But I have not love. I'm only that drummer who can only play the symbol. It is not pleasing. Paul is driving at the idea here that love is the core motivation for everything we do. And a love for others is central to having and being motivated by the kind of love that adds value to others at one's personal expense. I mean, I'm parent, been a parent for 27 years. My oldest is 27. I've been married for 28 years. I've known my wife for over 30 years. And love naturally sacrifices for others. Sometimes love's love knows it's a sacrifice, but often love, even the feelings of love and the desire of wanting to do something better for others overwhelms even the feelings of sacrifice. And so, you know, Jesus said it this way. Greater love has no one than this, than they lay down their lives for their friends. They lay down their lives for their friends. Now listen, you know, there's a lot of perks and rewards that come with leadership, um, platform or opportunity, uh, 
people share your content, share your information, uh, or just personal rewards. You feel good about leading people and helping people. Uh, but there is this aspect of laying down your lives for others is so significant and so fulfilling, but it's also <laughs> so counter culture to to the, in the environment we live in, get more followers, bigger brand, more shares, more retweets, more likes, more comments, more this, more that. And sometimes it can be uh, to the detriment of our own selves. And we start to dance to the sound of our own praise rather than recognizing that good leadership adds value to others and does something beneficial for them even at our own expense. And to be motivated to do that, you must have a love for others. Okay, this next, the second snapshot, and this is a really good one, is we have to have a vision for the eternal reward of faithfully leading. As I thought about this today, good leadership, and I heard Pastor Scott talk about this today, there's an element of knowing that as I experience um, a personal expense for the sake of others, that I'm really doing it for Jesus. The Bible talks about, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. That my leading of my church, my leading of the staff, my leading my family, my leading myself, that all of that leading is as unto the Lord. I'm doing it as an act of praise to God. I'm doing it as an act of devotion to Jesus. I'm doing it as a gospel witness to the transforming, miraculous working power of God. And in that frame, I need to recognize that my leadership carries with it an eternal reality. Beloved, faithful leading friends, don't just see your leadership as something short-term, something as temporary, something of leadership whose shelf life expires sooner than you want. Recognize that your leadership has an eternal reward attached to it because you are willing to faithfully lead. That's so important to be motivated for good leadership. Okay, let me share with you the last two snapshots quickly. The third snapshot is this. See the long view. If you want to be a good leader, you want to, you want to add value and do something beneficial for others, even at your own personal expense, you've got to see the long view. This is about, I love this, I love this, I love this. <laughs> this is about being patient and this is about being consistent. Man, when I lead, I want immediate results. Don't you? Don't you want immediate results? I do. I love immediate results, immediate breakthrough, immediate miracles, immediate empowerment, immediate accomplishment. But friends, the kind of leadership that that we want to give, that's just ordinary people living extraordinary lives, we have to see the long view. We've got to know that the daily leading, the consistent faithfulness to the practices and the heart and the motivations of loving leadership that adds value and does something beneficial for another, even at personal expense, sees the long view. We know that we're investing agriculturally, 
that we're sowing seeds and sowing seeds and sowing seeds and sowing seeds. And sometimes we get to reap the harvest. Sometimes we do a little bit of watering. But friends, the real effect of your leadership may not be seen for five years, 10 years, 15 years, even 20 years. My son's 27 and he has twin daughters. They call me Gogo. That's my grandpa name. Gogo. I love it. Um, my son was talking to my, his mom the other day, my wife, and he said, Mom, I find when I'm talking to my girls that I sound a lot like dad. There you go, friends. It's taken 27 years, but that steady, loving leadership will pay off. Stick with it. All right? See the long view. Here's snapshot number four, personal satisfaction because you're leading like Jesus. You're going to be motivated because when you, when you sacrifice for others at personal expense, you're investing and you're, you're, you're paying a price to do something beneficial for another. You're, you're paying a personal price tag to add value to other people. That is so personally satisfying because that's the way Jesus leads. That's the way Jesus loves. That's the way Jesus lived. And friends, I think in the end, you and I want to be like Jesus. And when our lifestyle, our attitude, our heart lines up to be just like Jesus's heart, attitude and lifestyle, in that harmony, we find ultimate personal satisfaction. This is the heart of good leadership, love for other people, Stay mindful of the eternal reward of faithfully leading. Make sure you see the long view. Be patient, be consistent, and experience the personal satisfaction that will keep you self-motivated because you're leading like Jesus. (laughs) Hey, friends, thanks for listening today. Love today's podcast. Hey, this week, commit to be a good leader, all right? I can't wait to talk to you next week, episode number 97. I love you guys so much. You're in my prayers. Have an awesome week and I'll talk to you soon.